Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of It's Worth Living. Our topic for today is genes. It runs in my family. This topic is starting at a a good time because I had some some patients, you know, a few years ago who, you know, would be dealing with some issues, mm-hmm. uh, both mental or physical, mm-hmm. you know, but their reason for it, I don't want to say excuse yet, but their reason for it is because their grandfather had it, their father had it, and now they have it. And for that reason, they feel like they had no other chance and they were destined to have it. I mean, what do you have to say about that? You know, um, we've heard this for for a, a while. The norm is, well, I have this because my parents had it. And so because my parents had it, I'm bound to have it. I had the opportunity of reading, um, I believe it was in 2006, Time Magazine had an article out, you know, regarding lifestyle versus genes. And as I read it, um, one of the physicians, I believe, said that while many believe that because our parents, our great-great-grandparents, great-grandparents had this, this is why we have it. But the truth of the matter is only 15%, at least 15% of disease is hereditary. Hmm. And 80 to 85% of it is lifestyle. Hmm. And so it made me think, okay, well, so for those of us who believe that uh, a lot of our diseases stems from uh, our, our our genes, uh, the truth is it may not. <laughs> Lifestyle, how we live, what we put in our bodies, how we take care of our bodies, how we think. Uh, I was reading another book. It said that 85% of diseases start in the mind. 85%. So what we think end up being mm-hmm. so as a man think it so is he and so um if we if we start saying well uh my, my mom has this so i'm gonna have it too you start manifesting that in your life and so you have to ask the question you have to ask yourself well what, what are some things that i can do differently you know or is there there's a chance is there a possibility of me thinking uh from a different lens you know and i think to one of the hardest things uh, Pete, as many people are taught that, and it's kind of difficult to get away from that mindset of, well, um, it's in my family. How can you tell me differently? Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not news when you hear all these, uh, all these people sort of think the same way. So the idea that it runs in your family, so to speak, at least you should be able to see it coming and take the necessary precautions so that not uh, either it doesn't hit you as hard or it doesn't hit you at all mm-hmm. you know so i'll go back to the question you asked you know, what are some things that people can do what are some changes mm-hmm. that can be done in order to see you know uh, uh progress or some some form of uh uh change and i'm looking there was a quote by um Benjamin Franklin in 1736 in Philadelphia. And the quote said, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. 
<laughs> so if we take the time, you know, I think it, 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 it's important for us too. you know, when, when, when we hear, well, my dad had it, my, my grandfather had it, you know, there's something that I remember hearing um, often. It says to ascertain the cause, finding out. I think oftentimes we don't necessarily take the time to find out what causes this, you mm-hmm. know, searching and, 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 and looking um, because oftentimes when we search and we, 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 we look, um, eventually the answer will come. And I think that um, it's important for, for each and every one of us to not just look at, well, because family members had it, um, that's a, a big re- reason why I end up with it. But the truth of the matter is, does lifestyle play a role? We have to look at that too. Okay, well, yeah, the genes are there, but what are we doing that may cause um, this disease to flourish in our bodies mm-hmm. or to take over the way that it does? And truly, is there something that we can do to prevent it? Is there something that we can do to prevent it? So I think these are some questions that for us and even our listeners, we have to take into consideration because this is a, a very sensitive topic. This is a topic... Um, that that many are afraid to tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, every time you hear the word, well, you go to the doctor and you go for a checkup, you know, and you get a call back saying, hey, we found something. All of a sudden that fear, mm-hmm. your heart starts beating, stress starts to build. Yeah. And so we start, you know, we're, we're frightened. And then once you hear the, 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 the information, whether, especially when it's in our mind bad, we, we, we go into this flight or fight, you mm-hmm. know, and oftentimes we go flight and then stress builds up in our minds and our thoughts. And, you know, I was reading a book and it says that most of the time disease starts in the mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then it affects the rest of the body. So if you start thinking it, oh, my gosh, I'm going to, then it happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, and then you start, you start speaking and manifesting it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually the body starts. Yeah. But I think, you know, what if we started to, change the way we think, change the way that we say things, mm-hmm. you know, um, would that make a difference? I mean, I, th- I believe it would. And honestly, um, I'd like to, to just um, add up a little more to what you said, stress, th- I mean, the, you know, illness start in the mind. Mm-hmm. I did a seminar on stress, just stress, mm-hmm. literally like a couple of years ago, upstate New York, well, not upstate, was in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it, my whole section was on stress. Mm. And people didn't realize how harmful stress can be. Yes. Stressful can be good, but it, it's not supposed to linger. Mm-hmm. Okay, stressful can, can uh, stress can get you alert and get you to get things done. But once that thing is done, mm-hmm. so should the stress. But the thing is, because we have a habit of staying stressed all the time, as soon as we hear an issue, we have an issue, whether it's from the doctor or family member, we allow stress to take over and it makes everything worse because mm-hmm. then the body becomes vulnerable and, and basically unable to process or even fight mm-hmm. illnesses. And, that, and that's, you know, the whole thing comes. Someone with, who just find out they have cancer stresses more and it tends to go a lot faster people with money right who knows they might be able to take care of it mm-hmm. they stress a little less mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so i mean it, it's not even to say if you have money you live longer it's just the less stress you are 
the easier it is for you to handle the situation. It's never easy to handle, but it it, it takes less of a toll on your body, mm-hmm. and the illness doesn't kill you as quick because of stress. Mm-hmm. Again, Pete, I know this is a very sensitive topic that we're discussing because you know we may have others, you know, we have people, and they may have family members that are going through some. Um, issues, especially now in the time that we're living in, with COVID still on the rise, uh, what are what are some things that you uh, would share, or what are some things that would be helpful, especially since you've done you know um, a presentation on stress, and since we're dealing with you know um, disease and ailments, whether it's genes or lifestyle, what are some things that people can do, either to assist or to prevent? stress you know stressful situations um so that things may not get worse than they already are well now there's so there are a lot of different things i could say as far as how to deal with it but again because we're all different everybody may have different ways of dealing with it uh, there are different coping mechanisms that works for some people but not others but um I would hope that everybody know how they deal with stress individually Mm -hmm. because uh, in the time of need, that's what you have to run to, your own personal way of dealing with it. Me personally, uh, you know, finding, you know, I find ways to clear my head, you know, Mm -hmm. either with music. Music is very popular for a lot of people, but Mm -hmm. either with music, whether it's just listening to it or just, you know, listen or watch something else uh, to get my mind off things and you know to help me stimulate at least prepare myself to deal with the situation head on that's one so first thing i would say find your place your happy place if you will that place that keeps you calm Mm -hmm. and relaxed and then before you start stressing too much about whatever the situation is whether it's health or family issues or whatever it is before you allow the stress to take over, figure out a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you want to write it down or you want to think of the different the, uh, different ways of approaching the situation. I always tell my students, approach is one of the best. Now, there may be an argument as to whether or not there will be world, uh, a lot of war in the world if the right approach was being used by everyone mm-hmm. or all these people were in charge. Mm-hmm. You know, there could be an argument for that. But I do believe that if you approach someone uh, the right way, there's no way that the, your problem is not going to minimize as opposed to escalate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way. Uh, so, yes, if you find the right approach to approach the situation, that also and figure out what the issue is, the meat of it. If it's an illness, the different steps, the, uh, what is incorporated? Is it something that you can deal with yourself? Is it something that you have to involve other people? You want to try to yeah. figure that out because you don't want to be dealing with it alone when you can bring somebody else and make your life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And some of the people who are um, who are really suffering is because they feel like they have to be they have to deal with it alone. Yeah, I have to tell our, our audience, you don't have to. I'm sure every one of you have one person in your life that you would mind telling, this is what I'm going through. And I, you know, what do you think? Yeah. You know, so, you know, it, it, it can be pretty stressful. I mean, I mean, just this week I was dealing with something. Well, not this week, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was dealing with this uh, situation that was, a little, you know, scary in the beginning, but um, 
And then when I told you about it, and you you told me to call this guy at this mm-hmm. guy, and and now he was such a big help. Yeah. You know the you know the the issue sort of got resolved very quickly. Now I don't want to say what it is yet because it's a little bit you know it's still sensitive. Di- it's a little sensitive and still dealing with it, but it yeah. is a lot better than it was when it first started. So yeah. maybe when it's all done, it's all you know dealt with. Maybe I can share it with the audience. But in the meantime. I feel that you know we should keep that one on, you know, in the books for for a second. But yes, find someone to help you deal with it if you can't yourself. If you feel like it's stressing you out too much, bring somebody else in. Maybe they'll help calm you down and figure out the, the situation. Mm-hmm. Don't deal with it alone, and that's one of the biggest issues. Sometimes we're trying to deal with it all by ourselves, and yeah. then wonder why it's not. You know, sometimes you need two hands to push things along. Yeah, you know, so. Adding the good thing too in regards to 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 health and genes and, and lifestyle is you can always find someone and there's not only one way of dealing with something. Exactly. And that's a good thing too, with so much research going on and there's so much different avenues of dealing with things that there are outside resources that can help. For example, for me and, and, and I know just what you mentioned feed out. I guess I'll discuss it a little bit more. So we, we're, we're hoping that our listeners stay tuned for next week and the week after because we do have some um, personal testimonies to share. But I know for me, when I went through what I went through and we're talking about, you know, genes versus lifestyle and kind of feeling a little stressed until I was able to speak with someone who went through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And after speaking with that person, it gave me hope mm-hmm. knowing that, okay, well, if you went through it, then, you know, I also have that opportunity of me going through it and coming out, yeah. you know, on the other side. So it is important to, to, to speak, find someone. I'm not saying to go on Facebook or Instagram and say, hey, everybody, guess what? Mm-hmm. Which you is know. what a lot of people are doing now yeah. anyway. I mean, if, <laughs> if that's how you can do it. Hey, be my guest. Because I've, I've seen people posting something about their life saying, oh, I'm dealing with this. May anybody anybody have any advice? Yeah. And if I have something to say about it, I just write them a message. You know, or, you know, I just direct message them and say, you know, how about you try this, try that? You know, and, and the good thing is, too, if you are that comfortable putting it out there, you would see a lot of people actually post things about it. Even mm-hmm. words of encouragement, they would say, oh, hold on there, man, don't worry, you'll be okay, this now, I'll keep you in my prayers. There are you know, a lot of different people who are seem concerned and still send you that those positive vibes that'll help you deal with it. Mm-hmm. But all I'm saying is don't keep it to yourself because you keep it to yourself, you, it, it bottles up. Not, exactly, not only on, you know, on, your, on your body, but also on your mind. Yeah. Because it will literally drive you crazy. It will. It will. Yeah. It will. And I also think, too, it's important for us to uh, not only um, ask and, and you know, speak to someone, but do some research, even for those individuals within your family. If you know, hey, this is running rampant in my family. Everyone has it. Start doing research. Exactly. Finding out, okay, what are some things? Because now, like I said, you know, we just discussed, there's just so many different ways of dealing with problems mm-hmm. um finding ways to prevent certain things from happening if you if you're one that believes that hey it's hereditary find out is there a way to prevent this from happening and if it there is what are some solutions what are some things that would assist me uh from either um if you you know 
reversing helping a family member going through it or even myself if there's a possibility of me having this issue what can i do so that it doesn't occur with me and if it does right if it does are there avenues are there things that i can do um, to assist the body of either reversing because i'm not saying curing you know i'm not going to say cure but can can is there anything that we can do to reverse and I think too, you know, lifestyle plays a major role. The way that you think plays a major role. Your environment definitely plays a role with dealing with problems and situations. And again, if it's too much for you to handle, definitely ask for help. Look for someone that can assist you. Not everybody wants to see who wants to see you do well. Mm-hmm. Not everyone wants to see that. So, yeah, uh, I remember reading this quote. Mm-hmm. I can't seem to remember the name of the author, uh, but you guys can Google it if you're interested in it. But um, let's just say it's an unknown author for now. Mm-hmm. It says, it is a sin to be the same person you were yesterday today, mm-hmm. which means you should have learned something mm-hmm. with yesterday's experience so you can be a better person today. Mm-hmm. If something happened in your family, two, three, four, five year, five generations, it shouldn't happen to you. Yeah. It's not to say you won't have your own problems, your own issues that you have to deal with, but you should not have to deal with the same problem your parents had because they've experienced it and now you've learned from their experience. My dad always say it's better to learn from somebody else somebody else's mistake than your own. I've I've had I've seen this theory play out so many times from when the time we we're in school up until today. There's some mistake you don't have to make. Of course. Yeah. I agree because oftentimes, you know, when you look at it, if you don't um, take heed, history will repeat it, will repeat itself. Mm-hmm. If you don't um, make the changes that's necessary, that's needed. Um, we talk about curses oftentimes, you know, with certain families. There's a curse. Mm-hmm. But somebody has to be willing to break that curse. Exactly. Somebody has to, because if you don't, then it continues on. And it goes on to the next generation and the next generation. And we have to learn not to make excuses, too. Because <laughs> we're good for that. You know, and all of us, we can make excuses. Well, that's life. But is it, though? Because <laughs> this, this one is your life. Mm. You have to deal with all the stuff that are coming. It, why do I have to do the same thing my father, my grandfather did? There's no reason for it. We, we're experiencing different things in different time. Okay. You know, for example, uh, I, uh, I've spoken to, uh, to patients who are like, oh man, I want to lose weight. Like, why don't you change your eating habit? But my parents ate, and my parents, my grandparents ate the same way and they don't have any problems. But what they ate was different from what you're eating. It might have the same name, but we both know <laughs> it is not the same not thing. The same. So time has changed. New things have come in the market. New things have do uh, crazy things to stay in the market. Mm -hmm. So even if it was the same vendor, it is not the same product. Product. That's right. Not the same product. But for some reason, people just don't want to change. Anytime you try to tell them about anything that could help them, if it includes lifestyle change, they don't want to hear it. Or they'll hear it and just walk away without doing anything about it. But, you know, because we're human, sometimes we have to experience things on our own in order to 
learn from it. Unfortunately, that's the case. Mm-hmm. But uh, as I mentioned earlier, learning from someone else's mistake is just as effective because um, so, you know some people don't live to learn from the mistakes yeah. that they make. Yeah. And the truth is, you know, you only live once. <laughs> We only have one life to live. Mm-hmm. And if we don't take heed, and just because, again, when we're talking about genes and lifestyle, just because our parents and our grandparents, our great-grandparents um, have gone through it, um, we've seen it, let us ask those questions, you know. Is there a way to prevent um, certain things from happening, certain stressors? Because we've seen it. It's not pain, you know, it's painful. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. So what can we do to alleviate or to um, prevent, you know, any of these things from occurring? Mm-hmm. So basically, let me understand correctly, as we really narrowing down here, mm-hmm. um, the general question would be gene or lifestyle, does one outweigh the other? And that's a good question. And so for what I found... You know, uh, uh, this was a a poem written back in, uh, it was in a bulletin in 1912. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility that it was written in 1895. And the title says, The Fence or the Ambulance, written by Joseph Mallins. And it says, "'Twas a dangerous cliff, as they freely confessed, though to walk near its crest was so pleasant, but over its terrible edge there had slipped a duke and full many a peasant. So that people said something would have to be done, but their projects did not all tally. Some said put a fence around the edge of the cliff, some an ambulance down in the valley. But the cry for the ambulance carried the day, for it spread through the neighboring city. A fence may be useful or not, it is true, but each heart became brimful of pity. For those who slipped over the dangerous cliff and the dwellers in highway and alley gave pounds or gave pence. Not to put up a fence, but an ambulance down in the valley. Then an old sage remarked, it's a marvel to me that people gave far more attention to repairing the results than to stopping the cause when they'd much better aim at prevention. Let us stop at its source all this mischief, cried he. Come, neighbors and friends, let us rally. If the cliff will fence, we might almost dispense with the ambulance down in the valley. Better guide well the young than reclaim them when old. For the voice of true wisdom is calling. To rescue the fallen is good, but tis best to prevent other people from falling. Better close up the source of temptation and crime than to deliver from dungeon or galley. Better put up a strong fence round the top of the cliff than an ambulance down in the valley. Wow. So basically, take some caution first before you have to <laughs> deal with the consequences so as it says prevention mm-hmm. is always better than cure as we discussed we don't want to continue to repeat mm-hmm. the same mistake over and over mm-hmm. and try to put a patch you know yeah. because eventually if we don't stop it now and take heed it will continue on and we'll keep making excuses well it runs in the family it runs in the family and I've heard that so many times. That's why I wanted to talk about this today because so many different people are talking about the same thing whenever something happens. But 
the if you take a quick look, and we're not talking about patients, we're talking about like friends and family who are close to us now. We know how they live. Mm-hmm. We sort of try to talk to them ahead of time, or even say, uh, I know we, you know, I mean, we all have cravings and we all do certain things, but I don't think this is a good idea, or even this, this is even mm-hmm. healthy. But you know, you know, it's my life. It's this. It's that. Everybody wants to just enjoy that life that they feel, but can you really enjoy it when you're suffering? Yeah, yeah. Is it really a life you're enjoying when the last five to 10 years of that life, when you're supposed to be middle-aged, you enjoying your life, you are suffering. suffering. Is that really enjoying it? Yeah. And again, you know, to all of our listeners, including us, mm-hmm. um, this is a message that we all have to take heed. When oh, yeah. you look at jeans, lifestyle, the fence or the ambulance, which one would you choose? Which one would you lean closer to if you have the opportunity to prevent something from happening? Would you rather choose that or would we want to just say, well, it runs in my family. And so that's going to just be what my life is going to end up being following that same route. Um, Just keep in mind, it doesn't have to. Okay. Uh, You have more resources than your grandparents or great grandparents had. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you don't have to suffer the same fate. Okay. There has to be a chance somewhere. There has to be some type of uh, a barrier from what happened before to what's happening to you now. Yeah. So again, at the end of it all, guys, uh, prevention is always better than cure. Amen to that. Yeah. Uh, as we conclude, I just want to let our listeners know in the in the coming month, we're going to have specials on, on health mm-hmm. and we're going to have different guests. Hopefully you guys come through and, and um, you know, and listen so as always, folks, I am remarkably made. You are remarkably made. We're all remarkably made. Therefore, it's worth living.